0: So the book that I recently came out with in January is called Do Before I Do. And it's it's how couples can have conversations about money without, um, you know, fights and breakups or, you know, at least pre- doing your best to prevent it and how having that conversation so that you can help each other have that blissful financial future. Yep. And it was not a technical book. It's not, it wasn't a book where I, I'm explaining rate right of return and things like that. It was, although that's important to know those, those types of things, but this was more of a book to inspire people to have conversations. Because yep. for example, when I was doing the studies and doing my research, like Fidelity does a money and marriage study mm. quite often. And it was shocking. There was about 40% of couples who didn't know what their partner was making in terms of income.
1: is Better Well with Caleb Williams. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Better Wealth Podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube, you know I'm not alone in the studio and I want you to all welcome Jen Fontania. I said it right. Yes, we, we kind of had a running joke because everyone butchers my last name and your last name is not like the most easy, but I actually think it's, it's quite easy when you think of like just once you say it once or twice. So yeah. Fontanilla. Um, but anyways, we're very, very excited because as we're growing, I'm looking to find people that not only have extraordinary stories, have passionate wives, but also can, can come alongside people and help them. And you have such an amazing story. You have a great heart. I'm really grateful that you're here. I'm, I'm grateful that you're in the studio. I'm grateful that you're going to be joining the team. And so the purpose of this episode is to introduce you to another amazing team member of Better Wealth. And we're very excited because there's a lot, a lot of content's gonna come. Lots of, a lot of people are gonna be impacted through this. So with with that, why don't you throw out, what is the one thing that you've learned so far? Or what's the one thing that you've like maybe been, um, you know, yeah, learned about us or about our team since being here? Cause you've been in Denver for about 24 hours yes. so far. Um, and it's, we're going to have another great day, but I wanted to make sure to at least capture this. And for a Friday live, we're going to be airing this, um, and introducing you to the team.
0: Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So excited and blessed to be here. So thank you to you and the, and the team. And I would say the one thing that sticks out the most to me is family, Mm. family. And, Mm. and that's, what's so encouraging is not only for me to see the internal things as a family unit as a system yes from the personal as well as the business side yep but it also gives me such a great insight and confidence in knowing that the people that Better Wealth is helping yep you're in such good hands yep you are in such good hands filled filled with integrity and with this hope of wanting and helping people to get to where they want to be and understanding their money and how to better manage it. it it's just it just comes in full circle when you when I get the privilege to see how this is run so beautifully and yeah. there's a system and the family feeling is is truly there.
1: Yep. Yep. I, I appreciate you saying that. It's, it's funny. We had um, friends. I, If you know me, my house is an open like open house pretty much. And so we had some some existing clients that are like Better Wealth family members, but also just good friends. You got to meet them. And we had just a blast just catching up and a lot of whiteboards. You can attest there's a lot of whiteboards here. Um, and a lot of, of things happening. So let me give you a little context of you know how I met Jen, and then I want you to go back and share the story. If, if the people that listen to me know that I love hearing stories because I feel like it gives context, it gives the foundation of what we're gonna be building. Absolutely. And so we met because I spoke, I, I speak around the country to a lot of financial advisors, a lot of groups. Um, I spoke to a group in California, virtually, um, and you heard about me because someone shared a video that I was in. And you were like, Hey, someone in the financial service business that like uses a computer. Wow. Like this is amazing. Like I I can't believe this. And you're actually under the age of 50 years old. Like (laughs) what is going on here? So you, you heard me speak and like, again, I hate, hate stereotypes, but it's true. Like I'm speaking and there's about 60, 60 plus people on, and like, there's like three females. And now I would like to think I'm pretty strategic. I know that if we're going to grow, we're, we've talked a lot about a better wealth network. We've talked a lot about impact. I need to find other people that we can build up and be public figureheads, lighthouses, whatever you want to call them, and have them be able to teach, even if it's the same concept, but teach it in a way that it can be relatable. And so I'm always on the lookout. Like if you know me, I'm always looking for amazing talent. If if you you've seen that we are looking for a videographer, like I'm looking for people that have amazing talent that can translate that talent to help us share this message. And so. I saw you, I think you asked a question. I I just noted just, you know, some of the comments that you were that you were sharing in, in the comments. I looked you up afterwards, probably very creepily, and I'm like, wow, you're you're, you know, you have a great website, you have a great social media presence, you're like really passionate about teaching, you have some kind of like money coaching certification. I'm like, that's interesting. And so we got connected and I think within two meetings, I just was very frank with you. I was like, listen, I would love to like share with you what we're doing and I would love for you to join our mission and our team and you you were crazy enough to to listen yeah you're lucky i'm crazy and (laughs) now you're here in denver so um but so that's a little bit of context i want to i want you to give the audience a little background on who you are because up until now you know they're like wow who is this who is this um (laughs) they're like wow mariah where's where's mariah we actually this is kind of funny mariah is super well loved and for three fridays in a row she hasn't been on so i like maybe i'm a little bit bitter like hey, they love you more than they love me. So I'm going to be, it's not true. It's just, we have so much stuff going on. So why don't you talk about your background? It's funny when people ask, where should I start? I'm like, well, how do your parents meet? That might be a little too, too far back. But like, who are you? What's your story? And why are you going to be amazing fit for what we're doing as we impact a million people?
0: Absolutely. So I am from Los Angeles, California. To be specific, Orange County. And I was born in Chicago, but I came out to California. So West Coast person, practically. However, I I, I used to come out to Denver very, very frequently. So it's so nice to come back after almost 10 years and just kind of be back to old stomping grounds.
1: And for those of you that are a little worried about California, we're trust me we're gonna we're, we're not gonna let california rule better wealth so just uh, get, yeah california california is amazing weather S- some of their policies are questionable but don't don't worry
0: yeah don't worry i'm <laughs> fair i'm very fair so i grew up in california and southern california to be specific and totally normal mm-hmm. totally normal life my parents are still married they're retired mm-hmm. and I, I have one younger brother and he lives in the Bay Area, the nice. San Francisco area. So it was a normal life, and then you know you kind of go through, you kind of go through the, the normal route where okay, I'm going to go to school. Yep. I'm going to pick my profession. Right. So there was a period of time where I thought I wanted to be a doctor. So yeah. I actually have a biology background, which you you mentioned your father does. Yeah. Yes. And
1: I wanted to be a doctor for uh, one week, and I took biology one. I'm like, you know, Dad sorry i'm not going <laughs> not down this road i'm not gonna follow in your footsteps <laughs> yeah.
0: and so i actually love science so yeah. the the interesting thing is so i i did go to college and I, I finished with biology as a background but the the thing that happened along the way was i kind of had this realization that i actually have a very creative side to me my, yeah. my grandfather is an artist and so there was a part in me, I met a friend in, uh, in college that, that told me he was doing graphic design. He actually had a flyer and I said, well, how did you make that? And he said, oh, I took this Photoshop class. <sighs> Mind you, this is like 20 something years ago. It was like Photoshop three or something. And so I was like, wow, this is fascinating. And so now at that point, my goal was like, I don't wanna be a doctor anymore. Right. Let me go into graphic design. Which is
1: like <laughs> like complete opposite. Like you're, you're going to school to be a doctor. Were you motivated? Do you you like biology or did you like the idea of making a lot of money or status? Like what motivated you the doctor route?
0: I actually really did love the science. Okay. I love the idea that, wow, I can learn science. I could help people. I can learn this. And and yeah, there was some prestige to it, but it was more of the motivation of behind that. Oh, I'm learning about the way life and, you know, is built if I'm a cellular level, that type of thing, which is so different from now. Yeah. So what ended up happening so i i finished early got out in three years at that point i'm like i just want to get out of here because yep. the city that i took i i, I went to uc riverside it, it's like desert yeah i'm a beach person like nice cool <laughs> california weather and you, you
1: put up with the california taxes for that yes. I, we, we already had this conversation that <laughs> yes. you make good points yeah
0: totally and so i'm like i just want to get back to the beach cities area where i'm from and so Along the way, I, I ended up becoming a graphic designer. Yeah. So I went to a prestigious art school for a little bit, took a few classes, and then I ended up doing work for a movie studio. So I explained to people, if you ever go in the movie theater and you see those giant cardboard box mm. displays and, and anybody in that industry, I know you're probably cringing, we call it corrugated it's cardboard. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you even like in GameStop or video stores, like video gaming stores, I worked on those displays. Mm. And so my specialty was packaging and displays. But what ended up happening is, there was that moment in time, there was always that pivotal moment like, yes. when things change, right? And I was sitting at my desk in the office that I shared with somebody else, a coworker. And at that time, a friend of mine was getting married in Hawaii. So of course, when you have a job, you gotta put in that time, like yeah. the vacation request. <laughs> and so when i went to go ask about it i found out that in order for now i had only been there for maybe a year okay and when i asked hr they said you need to work eight years before you can even get three weeks
1: are, are you serious
0: i'm so dead serious now
1: <laughs> now could you go and just non-paid vacation or would they, they were like yo, know, you're not allowed to go
0: you know i didn't even get to that point okay
1: you were just like I was just, i'm done here totally so at that point
0: i was like okay i'm not having this because i discovered about myself that i am very anal about my time yeah in entire in terms of being able to control it which is so interesting because one of the the themes that i get from better wealth is having that control especially of your money so this just kind of t- ties in with why i am so in love with a lot of stuff that i've been learning being here and when i think back to how i was back then and, and I still am. I really have this philosophy of that you, you need to be have you need to have control of certain things in your life. Yep. And so with my time, I realized like, wait, a, eight years. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to yeah. put in eight years to get a yeah. third week. Yeah. And so that was one one moment that had happened. And then the other moment that had happened around the same time was a, a friend of mine in college was visiting. And I remember watching her sitting on the floor of her bedroom. And I was kind of sitting a little close to her where I could see she was writing something on the, on the piece of paper. And I wasn't sure what she was doing. And I was like, you know, like, oh, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, she was, what she was writing was like the, the, the the names of the stocks. Hmm. So she was writing like the initials, right? So like Hmm. Starbucks, SBX, things like that. And I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to decide what stocks I'm going to buy. And mm. then I had FOMO and FOMO wasn't yeah. an acronym back then, <laughs> Yeah. but it was this fear of like, wait a minute, I'm missing out on something. Yeah. And we we're, were both very intelligent. We were like on the, you know, honor roll, that whole thing, but I'm very competitive as well. Yeah.
1: You're going to fit in great here, to- by oh, the way. Oh, perfect.
0: Perfect. <laughs> I, I already got, we all. Do you
1: play ping pong? That's what we're, we're going to no, find I that saw out. No, okay. I Oh
0: yeah. I'll, I'll get it's, better. I'm going to add
1: to my streak on get, the podcast. I'm going to
0: get better <laughs> now that I know. And so I was like, wait a minute how come she knows about stock picking and investments and then i was like i don't know yeah that really bothered me yeah so it started this thing inside me realizing i didn't learn this stuff i didn't learn how to manage money yeah and at that time as a designer i was making a very lucrative income at you know early 20s but yeah i didn't know what to do with the money i mean the only thing you learn how to do is open a checking account or a savings account max
1: out your 401k like that's it's all like they teach you certain things but they're not teaching you why and as a result that's why we're broke as a country it's like we don't actually know how to use our money as a tool
0: exactly and and the other thing too now i didn't realize this at that time but now looking forward it it, it's like wow you start to realize there are so many wealth strategies that are out there that are available to us but we don't know so when you don't know you don't know you're yeah you're completely lost and yeah. so that was the other second reason why i'm like i'm done i'm yeah. done i need to learn this stuff otherwise i'm going to be completely lost and then it also bothered me realizing that i have an opportunity here to help other people because yeah. if i'm feeling lost oh yeah there's got to be other. and mind you i went to college and you would think that oh you're college education no i didn't take one yeah. financial course None yeah. of it, not even as a prerequisite or one of those. Isn't isn't
1: that h- hilarious and and like maddening that you'll you can go to school, you can you can specialize in all this stuff, and we're also made to like do general education. But like you you really some right now, I think it, there are a lot of schools are having like a one class requirement. But it's like money affects every single human being. You you can be ignorant and say like it you, you're not affected by money. You are, and and yet we're not taught how to think about it.
0: Exactly. And it's just like
1: crazy to me. I, I almost wonder if that's by design. I'm not, I don't want to be like that kind of person, but it's like, why is that the case?
0: You're absolutely right. And I, I have the ha- I have had the same kind of thoughts where I'm just like, why is it? And, and even if people, if I do teach a workshop, a financial workshop yeah. or something, they'll be like, oh, they need to put this in the schools. Yeah. We need to have this. Yeah. The kids need to learn this. And it's it's been this ongoing thing. And so I think for those of us who value that financial literacy yeah. and making a difference in people's lives, this is this is the best we can do at this moment until those things change but this is why it's so important what the type of work that we're doing to get yeah. out to the masses Yep,
1: yeah, absolutely so so you're you're at a place you're making money your friends talking about stocks you have fear of missing out that is that what got you into the whole money space
0: Yes. Yes. It was part of it. And so I realized like, Hey, you know what? Why don't I become licensed? So I, I did the whole licensing track, you know, so that's when I got my life insurance license or life license. And then I even became securities license nice. to transact investments. So I do have that financial advisor background.
1: And, and when was this?
0: This is like circa 2005.
1: Okay. And don't try to be doing math on her <laughs> age, by the way. I know. Uh, but okay. You so can. in 2005, you're in the financial service business and i know this because you you were connected with people in denver actually so you would come to denver once a quarter yes and that was like and you were doing just typical financial advising life insurance investments annuities
0: yes all all those things the products and stuff like that you know of course with intention to help people achieve financial freedom all those different things you want to make an impact on their lives and next to health what better way than to help them with their money so i i I went about that whole thing and and i did get to a point where you know what you you start to question yeah am i doing the right thing do i really know what's out there and i i think you know we all have gone through that feeling at some point in our life and we have to have grace and compassion on ourselves and i think it's important to also note that you have to remember you do the best that you can at the time that you were at with what you had to know
1: yeah so,
0: yeah. you know, but I did go through this moment where I'm thinking, okay, I know there's something else out there. Yep. I know there has to be other stuff. And so the other thing too, that I realized, and this is how I ended up going into the coaching space. For example, a lot of people, and, and tell me if this is your experience too, a lot of people will come to you and they 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 want to do the investing like immediately totally. i think and this is my theory i think it's because investing sounds sexy and nobody's gonna be like yeah i want to get a life insurance policy
1: well and, and we're weird people come to us all the time they're like caleb i want to do the and asset just because we have like almost eight thousand copies out in the world i'm speaking and all that stuff but but they come in i think what your point is they come in and they want a transaction yes they like want that product and they're like if i can just do x y or z i'm going to be set
0: Yes, exactly. And so that's what I would see. But then when you unravel what's yeah. happening, yep. you realize and this is what I explain to a lot of people uh, um, when they're asking about my story. What I would see is people want to do the, the end game or what yep. they think is the end result. Here's the investing and whatnot. But then there was no plan in place. There yep. was not a holistic approach or the money mindset wasn't established. And so you you realize at some point you're, you're kind of working backwards. Yep. And then you'll start to get the phone call like, "Hey, you know, I racked up this debt. Can you stop the investments going yeah. in every month?"
1: Yeah.
0: And and I, it didn't sit well with me, and I realized this has to be done differently. And so I decided to go into the coaching space. Can
1: I put you on the spot for a yes, second? Yes. What what were some of the problems that you were seeing back? I mean, I know that you can articulate them a lot better now, but like what were some of the problems that you were seeing then of like the disconnect? Because you had a heart to want to serve and there was something inside of you that was like, what's going on? Like we we have the right intentions, but we're not doing the right thing. What, what were, were you seeing any common themes that people are doing with their money or or like any, any examples where you're like, this is a big issue?
0: Well, I think one of them, like I said, is people wanting to work backwards. Yeah, And I don't know if that's intentional. I think that's just what yeah. people are trained to do. Like, hey, I want this result, but not knowing the steps that you should have properly taken. And I, you know, I would see that and then sometimes, you know, I would question like, let's say some products that mm-hmm. were being used, I would question, well, what's this going to look like in 10 years? Yeah. Is this really the right thing? And and so, you know, and the other part too is like, am I maximizing a team? Am, am yeah. I, you know, and, and so, you know, we'll, we'll come to that as we talk about better wealth and how everything is playing in today right now. But, you know, those were the kind of things that I was questioning, like, um, again, with good intention, not to, oh, I'm trying to make a buck off of people, but you, you do want to always serve and you want to operate with integrity, but you do kind of question, like, am I doing the right thing? And so I was going through that period of time where um, people listened, people did implement it, but it, it was always almost like, what's the next step, you know, I, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to look ahead, like, okay, I, I don't, you never wanna have that feeling, is this plan going to implode? Yeah,
1: totally, <laughs> yes. totally.
0: So after after a while, I, I decided to go into the, the the coaching space where I thought, because as an advisor, you're looking tunnel vision 20, 30 yep. years down the road. But when you're when you're dealing with the coaching aspect and when you're helping clients, you're looking at how to help them develop good habits, how yep. to run the day to day how to do that spending plan or how to get out of debt, those things, mm-hmm. because those foundational things need to be established in order to build the financial household, in order to start implementing the wealth strategies that are going to come later on. Yeah, Not that you can't do it concurrently at the same time, but you know, that's what I'm saying when I go back to think about how things were going backwards, it's like, here's the product and then mm-hmm. you realize, oh, and then I, it just didn't sit well with me. Yeah. So, you know, I go into the coaching space and then I even, um, like you're talking about that <laughs> that money coaching thing, um, I even took it a step further where I wanted to better understand how is money affected by our psychology? What are the things that we've learned from our mother or our father that impact our subconscious behaviors? And how does that manifest later on when it comes to the financial decisions that we're making today? And we don't think about that. It's just one of those things like, oh, I never thought about that. Where, how did you observe how your mom or your dad handled money in the house? What are the words that they said? Because we all either grew up in a positive or a negative environment. We either saw in our upbringing positive or negative ways that money was being handled. Mm -hmm. And those get passed along to us. We don't realize it. Now they're internalized subconsciously. And until you build awareness and mindfulness, you may not realize why is it that you can't save? Yep. Why do you keep running into this brick wall? of right. Why is this plan not working? Because you can keep getting the plans and strategies, but mm-hmm. there's something that's holding you back. And a lot of it can be mindset and these subconscious blocks. And so that's where the money coaching came in.
1: I, I, I love that. And I'm like, as you're talking, I'm like, another another person I bring on the show, that's just stealing the show. You know, this is amazing. <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> no, 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 the- no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm joking here. Um, i love it i love how articulate you are we talked even yesterday about you know the psychology of money and how that's even going to be a course that is going to be yes, developed yes. um let's talk about so you have a book yes. i think that book talks also a little bit of your ups and downs in life mm-hmm. um and then let's talk about that first and i want to talk about some things that um that the better wealth nation can can uh, be looking forward to and it also keeps us accountable when we say Absolutely. it live or hundreds of people <laughs> like I know I know there's 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 on average, you know, 400-500 people that listen and, and so I'm like I know if I say something it's uh I'm going to get emails. I appreciate you guys. I really do. Um, cuz if if it wasn't for for you guys, I would stop. I would have stopped a long time ago and it it was it was um some dedicated listeners early on that helped me go when no one was listening and I'm I'm super grateful for that. So just be prepared Awesome, Whatever you that, say that, can be and will will be held against you.
0: <laughs> but this is such a test, testament yeah. to accountability.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. This
0: is why you need a wealth coach. Accountability. And that's what makes things get done and happen.
1: Yes. I love it. Like all of y'all. Say I'm trying to be Southern. Yes. Because, yeah. <laughs> yes. So all you guys that want to hit the gym and work out consistently, I know things like Corona and all that stuff has happened, but it's hard to be consistent if you don't have accountability how in the world are we supposed to do it with our money um i actually have a podcast that's going to be coming out soon about why it's important to know where your house is at um because um i went for a run and didn't i knew where the house was at and i ran consistently but if i didn't there's no way i would have made it just because you if you a lot of people lack because they don't even know where they want to go exactly anyways so let's talk about your book
0: yes so the book that I recently came out with in January is called Do Before I Do. And it's it's how couples can have conversations about money without, um, you know, fights and breakups or, you know, at least pre- doing your best to prevent it and how, having that conversation so that you can help each other have that blissful financial future. And it was not a technical book. It's not, it wasn't a book where I'm explaining rate of return and things like that. It was, although that's important to know those, those types of things, but this was more of a book to inspire people to have conversations because for example, when I was doing the studies and doing my research like fidelity does a money and marriage study Mm. quite often. And it was shocking. There was about 40% of couples who didn't know what their partner was making in terms of income
1: that's crazy It is like ass- after after they're married
0: yes it's oh. absolutely nuts because when you think about it imagine when you're helping clients yeah you're trying to it's like trying to put a car together but the engine's missing
1: honestly some people don't even know what they currently make so that's that's <laughs> actually not as shocking as I I'd like at first it is the other thing is when I was at the bank there were there were couples that would like hide accounts
0: yes I'm, I'm call, like I call that financial infidelity
1: yeah I mean that's that's I I think you might be right
0: yeah it, it, it's actually a word and what's interesting is when i i talk about that i bring it up i'm surprised what people are like i i never thought of it that way what is that i'm like well here's an example I'll, I'll share with you guys have you ever seen people post on facebook during christmas time or black friday or all those cyber monday and they're like don't tell my husband about the shopping bag i left it in the car i'm putting it in the closet and it's all tongue-in-cheek and haha. ha but yeah. at the end of the day it's like you're hiding assets from one another
1: yeah yeah. how
0: can you plan if you yeah. don't have all the pieces yeah it, it, it's, it's just it's crazy when i think about that because even when we do an assessment for somebody and we're asking about income yeah if there's major components missing i mean how yeah. how solid is that plan yeah when you it's, it, tough. it's like it's like an attorney a, de- yeah. a defense attorney it's like how many times have you seen a movie where the they, they're talking to their client like you should have told me that. Yeah. You should have told me. And it's
1: <laughs> Do you ever feel like a marriage counselor when you're meeting with people?
0: You know, not always. Okay. No, they don't we don't get into that. I it's it's rare. It's okay.
1: rare. Yeah. Back when I was meeting with people consistently and we would talk about certain things like you know, any anything that there there was a couple that there was like on spending or your belief on something, it usually it's like who's the spender in the in the relationship? And and a lot a lot of times it was the husband. Like it that it's, it's, I mean, stereo, I would say on average, it tends to be the other way around, but that's not always true. And so there'd always be someone kicking someone under the table. Like it was, it was pretty, it was pretty funny. I, I stayed out of the marriage counseling business, but Good. there was probably some, like, I was like, Hey, I'm, I'm not married. Don't listen to me, but I think you guys should communicate when it comes to money. So that's oh, very interesting.
0: Yes, absolutely. And communication and, and not even just communication, but communication about money. Yeah. And this is why a lot of couples yeah. struggle in that area. Yeah. It does is one of the highest, uh, reasons and causes of divorce. Yeah. I mean, the statistics back it up. Um, you know, even in my own, I, I, I went through a divorce myself in yeah. 2009 and you know, there was a, like you were mentioning, yes, in the book, I talk about my own mistakes and, yeah. and the crazy thing is when you go through crises or something yeah. that is very detrimental to you emotionally, my goodness all logic goes out the window and you you i mean i look back and i think i cannot believe some of the decisions even and this is what's so sobering and just like oh my goodness i was a financial professional yeah and even myself going through that i made some really dumb choices
1: yeah and what i what i really appreciate about you so much is you are like every time I get on a podcast, I say anything's off limits. And you're like, I'm an open book. And I know your story. And I know one of the ways that you help so many people is by being vulnerable and sharing the mistakes that you've made. But in a way, it helps so many people. It helps so many people because very few people are willing to be honest Mm -hmm. and open. And we we just have this culture of like, extreme ownership, like, and like, we are going to lead by example. And I've said multiple times, like I, I make mistakes. Internally, I, I'm apologizing almost every day for something, you know. And and it's it's truly because I don't, I don't want to get in the way of helping people. And so I really appreciate you even putting out a story and even like a book that talks about your experiences. And um, yeah, that's awesome. How can people, like two things, you can maybe go to betterwealth.com. I don't know how fast we're going to be able to get this up. We do want to get her books and offer it on her website but it's on Amazon right it is okay it is. so they can go to do
0: you can go to um it's probably faster if you just go to uh, do before I do. Okay. Com. but you can find it on Amazon you look up look up my name
1: Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah. isn't that kind of cool? Just like typing my name into Amazon and hopefully see what it pops, pops up. Yeah,
0: you'll see the other books too, because there's some collaborative projects, um, co-authoring, and, and other books. But this particular one was was purely about money.
1: Yeah, that's super super cool. Yeah. So let's talk about let's talk about number one. Why Better Wealth? Like, why in the world are you with us? Why 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 were you even attracted to what we're doing? And then what I want to also talk about is what's what's to come. Because if we can do one third of what we wrote about on the whiteboard. We're gonna do it all it's gonna be good
0: i said it there it's on record it's well they don't
1: know what it that, that means nothing because they don't see the whiteboards but that's okay like i i it makes me feel better but um so why why better wealth i i know that we've only known each other for two months maybe
0: yeah i don't even think two months and yeah. you
1: heard me speak you know
0: yes so just like you you know for me i'm always looking for really great people to do work with mm-hmm. because I'm a strong believer in collaboration, partnerships, and things like that because I I don't have an ego where I'm gonna just do it by myself. It needs to be all about me, because when you can build a strong team, yeah, and that was something too to to answer part of the question is when you have a team, it makes all the difference in the world. And percent, yes, and so you know we we met on a webinar for insurance. And mm-hmm. so I, I and, and before that, what was interesting was a, a colleague of mine sent me a, I had a question about a particular product and a, a colleague of mine, was like, Hey, check out this video. It's this young guy. He does a lot of video. And that was kind of like the premise of it. And I was like, okay, cool. And I will say, and I don't think I told you this. I think what really caught my eye was like, here is somebody in the financial services space, granted you're young, which was great. And, I, and I'll speak to that, but they're utilizing a platform yeah. which doesn't typically happen in our space like going back to this webinar uh, most people were older and, yeah. and there's this 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 oh I don't want to do social media I don't I don't need that that's for the millennials and I'm not even a millennial so yeah. it's like and I'm doing it but yeah. but you know what this is what it was it was like you realize you have to pivot with the sign of the times you have to, especially when it comes to marketing because what's every advisor agent's issue how am i going to find more clients how am i going to do marketing believe it or not is always like the biggest problem but a lot of times the way that people in our industry approach it is it's an afterthought it cannot be an afterthought there has to be consistency in front of everything else correct And so you got that, I quickly recognized that. And so when we were waiting, I was like, oh, what kind of camera setup do you have? And oh my gosh, because like, and so, because I was already in the space of trying to be consistent with my own content, but it's always refreshing when I see another professional in the financial space that's trying to do what I know is important and it's very rare. So that's initially what caught my eye. But when you were speaking about you know, your methods and, and the things that you're doing and implementing at Better Wealth. That's what really even sold me more to Better Wealth because of your philosophy in terms of also explaining this is why we do the video. This is how yeah. we create client retention. This is how we create collaborative uh, projects and partnerships yeah. with people. And And really understanding that whole thing was so like, Oh yeah. my goodness, you get it. Yeah. You get it. And then the other thing that was extremely important to me was how much you talked about your team and the yeah. system and and that it was a solid team because you know, often we 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 see companies and sometimes you don't even know what's happening behind the scenes, but mm-hmm. when Caleb spoke about the team and how everybody y- you got it down to a yeah. system where you guys were all working in harmony, and I know there was a feeling in me like, "Man, what would it be like if I could be plugged into something like this. And I didn't know necessarily at that time it was, it was going to happen and turn out this way. But just that imagination and thinking of like, wow, what if I could plug into something and here's the end game, because if I could do that or if I could create that, how much more could I better serve the client?
1: That's big. Yeah. And I, I was asked the other day on a podcast, like out of all the things that you've done, what are you most proud of? And I, without hesitation, I'm like the team. The, the team that i get to surround myself with and, and have the pleasure of like being a part of just like it it makes me emotional just thinking about because there's people like that get up every single day that are so amazing so gifted and they're putting their time and energy into helping us build what we're building at better wealth it's like how that's amazing it is and so I, i'm i'm really grateful that 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 like caught your attention and it's it's so yeah, it's just interesting how like the right people just very much get attracted to what we're doing
0: yes yeah it, it's it's huge yeah. because think about it there's so many people out there that are in jobs that they hate and, yeah. and this isn't really a job yeah we're so passionate about it and then there's so much integrity involved and and you know i one thing i do love too if, if you've even had the pleasure or the opportunity to get that nice card with your book what was the 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 mission on it a million people yeah by 2025 and when i saw that i was just like i want to be a part of that yeah
1: and it's it's so interesting because we've had we we've had a different responses on that million there's some people that go love it and it's very much like hey this is almost impossible but we're gonna go for this Uh, and then there's some people that are like caleb don't get too caught up on the number don't forget to impact in 100 percent. so it's one of those things where it's like yeah I want. I want to be. I want to put something out there to keep us accountable, mm-hmm. and know that it would be a shame if we just did a million quote unquote lives and didn't actually better them off. So it's 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 a constant struggle. But the only way that we're going to do that is through a team thinking differently. And I'm. I mean, part of our strategic way of thinking at Better Wealth is we need to bring on public figures like yourself. And really create resources around how we're producing podcasts, how we're producing YouTube videos, how we're getting you stages, and and because you're able to speak to a group of people that I'm just not going to be as effective. Mm-hmm. Like I'm telling you, women are underserved in our marketplace, and I'm just I get I get fired up to think about not just women but the other groups of people that you can speak to. Yeah. And um, I don't know if you want to mention anything about that because I know you have a heart art for, yes. art for that. And, um, I'm really excited to, to, to help play a small role into getting this message of living more intentionally, getting your money thing figured out. Like it's, it's really exciting.
0: Yeah. So I'll, I will speak to it. Cause we did talk about it the other day in a couple, well, the other day I've been here for a day. <laughs> it's about
1: 24 <laughs> hours, not even, but yeah, right. we, we definitely run around. Yes.
0: It. So one of the things that I have a heart and passion for is not only just how do we get this message out there, but how do we get it to the communities, the underserved communities, especially yeah. the minorities. And yeah. I hate using that word because it's like, but I'm gonna use it for the sake of just yeah. to keep the conversation simple so that you know who I'm referring to. And you know, when I look at statistics, it's very disheartening. And you know, even when I speak to people in those communities, it's always like, well, we don't have those resources. And well, well we didn't learn that because yeah. it's not, like, let's, let's be real. And, and, and you know typically the way that it's looked at in the white community there is it's it's normal All there right. is generational wealth those things are passed down those things are normal that you just get a living trust right you know and, and, and but when you look at other underserved underserved communities that thing is so foreign yeah and so they run into a lot of different things and and you know i i got some heat from this post i did but but you know what it 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 woke people up and it made people aware i did a post uh last year where i was talking about life insurance Hmm. and but the premise of the post was saying that car washes bake sales fish fries go fund me those aren't financial plans and you know some people were kind of like you know ooh this is good cuz it kind of yeah. it, it hit home it hit yeah. home for a lot of people and i said listen because that some somebody thought yeah. that it had a, a a racially charged motive and i said no and I, yeah. I i had to i had to get on the phone with them and i had to explain like no let me tell you something it's every it's every group every totally. group has totally. some kind of way of not handling these emergencies or this death in the family and i said and i'm listing out all these alternatives. And I said, this is why it's so important to emphasize the importance of life insurance.
1: Totally. Because
0: I mean, every other month I'm seeing somebody do a GoFundMe, yeah, and it just kills me because I'm like, and I said, kills me and we're talking about life insurance, but it's like, (laughs) yeah. Why didn't you get at least a simple term policy? And and it's,
1: and it, and it's, it very much is generational. I mean, we talked about this last night. It's like we get deep here at the better wealth house, but it's like, it's like, okay, there's issues going on in our country and it's not always one versus another it's sometimes we can be killing ourselves from within yes and it's and it's not it's one of those things where it's like it's it's not a right now we're not pointing any fingers i know like as we speak there's a lot of tension right now the, the fact of the matter is this there are people all across the countries and all types of families that are that are learning or not learning anything and that's, that's very much helping. Like I am blessed because I grew up in an amazing household and while my family didn't like teach a lot of financial strategies, we like grew up, we had money. We, w- my parents taught me to be frugal. They taught me to be proactive. That is such a blessing. Yeah. And so it's like one of those things where it's like, listen, like we need, we need to figure out a way to break through and help people that maybe not had that upbringing. Mm-hmm. Because again, like that's why we're doing what we're doing.
0: Yes. And, and that's what, you know, another reason why, you know, you guys have just been so amazing in so many different ways. And I, I just, you know, the, the theme that continuously runs through everything is getting to more people, helping more people and just serving and and, in, you know, having a servant's heart. And this is why we're so passionate about getting this message out there, because when you look at the way people are handling their money, the wrong way it doesn't yeah. have to be that way there are yeah. so many resources and so now it's like how do we get that message and how do we not only just get the message but how yeah. do you start to implement the plans
1: yeah so let's let's talk um before we close up what we're what we're hoping to do and, and this is this is what i'll say part of what we wrote on the whiteboard is how we make you a lighthouse a public figure how you can help us grow our message by playing um offense and and so it's essentially like using the better wealth resources and umbrella and the network and so how do we get you on stages how do we get potentially another book or get your current book out because it's the message is relevant whether you're married or not by the way it's relevant um but then the other thing is we're going to be starting a podcast yes Uh, stay tuned we're i don't know exactly when the launch date is going to be probably next year but maybe pre I'm, i'm not sure but it's like we would love to know topics we're just trying to figure out names like we're very much in the brainstorming um, part right now and then also I'm really bullish on YouTube. Like yeah. I really really think that YouTube is going to be just a space to continue to grow in and so if there's topics again like I'm I'm making a commitment to making special YouTube videos not even that are that are not even going to be on the podcast but like are just on our YouTube channel and I know you're going to do the same. And there's a lot lot more, but it's like one of those things where what can we do consistently? Because if you do one thing consistently and do it well, your life will be changed in a year. So st- stay tuned. I don't know if you have extra thoughts there, but if, you, if you're if you somebody that is resonating with the message and you would love to hear hear something or get Chen's thoughts on something, if there's like a perfect podcast name, if there's – we like a lot – we do a lot. We read every single email. And um, you can email me at caleb at betterwealth You can email Jen at jen at betterwealth and um, just welcome her. It's it's uh. I would love to hear from you guys. Yes, yes, I would I would love for you to get a taste of the amazing community that we have. Um, any any final thoughts on that Better Wealth interview? Any any like embarrassing moments that you forgot to share that you're gonna be like, man, I wish I would have shared that. <laughs>
0: um- no, I don't, I don't, no, I don't think there, I, I just feel so good about everything. And, and I think, um, one of the things that's so encouraging is there's going to be these opportunities in your life. You know, I'm, I'm a believer and I, I constantly, you know, pray that, you know, God open the doors mm-hmm. that you want me to walk through, Yeah, connect me to divine connections and people that you want me to meet and do amazing things with. And, and also. You know, we we think about those things that we ask for that don't work out. Trust me, those are doors God did not want you to walk through. Yeah. So yeah. when That's I good
1: perspective. Y-
0: yeah. yeah. When you shift that perspective, everything's perception. Yeah. When you can shift it, it doesn't feel like such a loss, right? It doesn't feel like oh, I'm a failure, but it's like God was looking out for you. Yeah. And so when this whole thing happened the thing that just stood out from the beginning was just like, there was always this peace and calmness and alignment and congruency that just ran through the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And that's when I just knew like, this was so right. Mm. This was so right. This was like something that I had been looking for. So when you said like, you know, I'm looking for this, I'm like, I've been looking for this, you know, a system, a team. So, you know, it's just amazing when you, when you really operate, in integrity and, and you have this purpose and mission. And then when you start to have all these other pieces fall into place, mm. you just get really fired up because you know, so many more amazing things are going to happen. And so I'm just want to say thank you yeah. publicly thank you for for to you and, and to the team and for being so welcoming and, and allowing me to be part of the Better Wealth family. And just, I'm just so excited about what we're going to do.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, I, I told, I told you it's going to be definitely the hardest year of your life as far as like there's a, we're working in a, we have to work uphill because of the message that we have it's very much opposing to like a lot of people don't like it and and yet we have a moral obligation to do that and so thank you for being so willing having yes. great energy um thank and you. and being just a positive light and we're very excited to share this mes- message of intentionality and intentional living um through you and just and just through the Better Wealth network so um you know if you've listened to any, any of my podcasts, this will be good. Maybe, maybe you have, maybe you haven't. Um, but one of the ways that I like to end the podcast is to ask a legacy question. And I know you have a nine-year-old son. Oh, yeah. And I know that you have some really close friends dear to your heart. Uh, if this was your last day on earth and you were with the people that you love the most, what would you make sure to pass on in that last conversation to them?
0: Ooh, that's a good question. I would say always remember to be compassionate and loving and to be open-minded i think that's what holds a lot of us back from our greatness is that when we're so close-minded that you don't receive information you you miss you you miss out on so many opportunities because of being closed-minded and then we forget to be compassionate and loving to one another yeah. and so alongside with that i'll end with this as well is um learn how to forgive yeah yeah. others as well as yourself because we all make mistakes we live on planet Earth we're human beings yeah. and I think when we don't learn how to release and forgive and I, and I had to remind people the forgiveness is not for the person that offended you or hurt you because yeah. sometimes people want that yeah sometimes that person that you need to forgive is dead and yeah. you can't get the forgiveness but the forgiveness is for you to release that but when yeah. when you can release these different things, all these other things can come into your life as a blessing because if you're hanging on so tightly yeah. to so many things that you need to be letting go of your hand isn't open to receiving blessings and so that's something that i would encourage anybody that i was leaving on my last breath like because yeah. if you can even do those things your yeah. life would have such a different outlook and an ending
1: yeah i i'm not even gonna add anything to that that was very beautifully said. And and I would say that is one thing I'm grateful that my parents my parents raised me on that. And and I would say that's very much the definition of wealth mm. is to live um, I would say living with unforgiveness is um, very unhealthy and and not anything to do with wealth. So thank you. Thank you for being on here. Thank you for being such a good sport.
0: Oh, you're welcome. And thank you thank for the you.
1: hours and hours and hours that you're going to be spending yes. coaching teaching speaking um it's gonna be fun
0: yes so excited and ready to serve you all
1: all right stay tuned she's gonna have a lot of content coming out um as always those of you that help share our message that like the video if you're watching this on youtube or that um are listening to this on on the podcast thank you thank you thank you um this is only made possible because of you we're growing and, and building a lot of momentum because of you guys and so um, we are super excited and we're constantly having conversations on how can we better serve our community. And um, this, these, these are steps in the right direction. So thank you. Take care. Have a very intentional weekend. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.